This week, we learn what it means to be cool. Cooler. Coolest. Yare yare. Is that what we're doing? Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm Garrett. And haven't you heard? We watch anime. Garrett, this week, I decided to give you a little treat. Um, I've noticed really recently that I've been giving you a really nutrient-dense diet, so to speak, right? I've been giving you a lot of heavy topics like Parasite, a lot of etchy fan service in the form of Food Wars and many other types of things like that, and a lot of topics and detail to go over. So I thought I'd treat you, give a little break, and so we were going to stumble into something that's an easy watch, a comedy show that's really good out there. It's fun and easy. Uh, so that's why this week is we decided to tackle the show Sakamoto Deska, or in English, haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. So <laughs> before we go into like the whole like jerkiness of how that title sounds, I first want to hear your one or two opinion teaser trailer on what to expect if you're a noob. Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. If you dust the ceiling, it's like living in a snow globe. <laughs> it's like a haiku of how cool he is. <laughs> oh, he did a haiku, and like I'm like listening, just like thinking about his, all the greatness you are. Yeah, this this show is really awesome. It's based off of a comedy manga that happened from 2012 to 2015. It's it's completely de- gone, done. It's completed. It's mm-hmm. not ongoing anymore. Um, but the anime came together in 2016. Okay. Um, one of the rare instances, not really rare, but one of the, you know, for us, it's good that we're highlighting, um, this is from a female mangaka, which you can kind of tell from how the boys look. They're very, they're mm-hmm. very, you know, girly looking. They're very effeminate and androgynous. And, oh, so the artist is female. The artist is female. Yeah. And so is Inoue Lenup, Full Metal Alchemist's art, uh, main, main uh, artist mm-hmm. and author is a female. So, yeah, so. I guess the male characters did have more of a feminine Final Fantasy-esque type uh, right, yeah. aesthetic to them. Yeah, and there was a lot less fan service on the female side, so you can tell right. what, what, what was really bad. But the men were after. shirtless all yeah. the time. The men were shirtless a lot. We were talking a lot of average. So um, I also had to like look up what this audience was based on because when I was watching it, I was like, this could be kind of geared towards kids if, like, whose humor is this for? And when I looked online, it says it's insane. And so technically, this is kind of more of an adult, like, yeah, like high school absolutely. teenager adult comedy. Yeah. But it doesn't look like it's so far above their heads that it's too bad, like too right. over their heads. And it's very weirdly true, which I think is you're gonna, we can talk about a little bit as well, is that it comes in two-part vignettes regardless of the episode, mm-hmm. which is very true to the manga. So I've read both, and, um, and I've, I, it's really the same thing. It's like you get very small snippets, mm-hmm. and it's like a Saturday morning cartoon twice yeah. in an episode. So, and sometimes it's yeah. 10 minutes, 10 minutes. But sometimes it's 15 and 5, right. or 5 and 15. It's not necessarily even, but there's always two pieces to the pot. Right, and it ends, and you never have to like worry about what happened to the person prior. Like right. The first part, it's done. You don't have to think about it after that. The second part, you're good. So, Garrett, what did you think so far? Explain your experience, and what did you think about the main character and the, his coolness, Sakamoto, which we don't know his first name. We just know his name, Sakamoto. Right. Sakamoto isn't just cool, Kyle. He's cool, cooler, and coolest. He's like uh, the Hitman sh- Heart. The coolest there is, the coolest there was, and the coolest there ever will be. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or so the intro song tells us. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I, 
I'm going to use a word that you don't use often in your daily vocabulary. Yeah. Each episode delivered one to two guffaws. Like, yeah. literally, where I sat on the couch and went, ha! Like, <laughs> Me too. I did that a bunch. I was, I'm pretty sure I scared the cat. Because where I think <laughs> most... Some things are just so stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. The gag that I think Japanese people do really well is the earnest, ridiculous pose. Like... Like, you know, imagine mm. if a um, boy, just like in the show, and we'll go over episode by episode, so like, did the flash dance pose, like, where the water, like, splashes, but, like, earnestly yeah. does it, <laughs> using water from, like, you know, a Pokari sweat bottle, like, and, like, it hits it, it hits those notes every time, and it's really funny, so, right. um, yeah, so what we're gonna do today, because there's, like, not a lot of themes and topics to talk about, it's really right. trying to break down the show, what makes it funny, mm. what were some things that you liked, All right. So, so Sakamoto is a high school student, right. which is like 95% of the characters we've covered we so We are far. now again in high school. <laughs> and he is Slick Rick, man. He, he is. is the coolest cat. And that's, he's sort of like a coup de day in that he's unflappable. Right. He, you, cannot, you cannot shake him. You cannot get him off balance. There was actually an episode dedicated to him keeping his physical balance. Yes. Um, but he, he's absolutely the coolest cat in the whole school. Women love him. Yes. Men want to be him. Right. And he's just unimpressed by it all. And he's on this greater mission. And yeah. at times, he comes across as a real prat. But, yeah. but the situations that he finds himself in, the, the support – it's like every – Every sitcom you've ever seen, like Ross isn't interesting. Ted yeah. isn't interesting from How I Met Your Mother. Sakamoto, I guess he's kind of interesting, but it's everyone reacting around him. Right, exactly. It just make, gives you belly laughs. Or gave Kyle and I belly laughs. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was hysterical. And I think, yeah, it's, it's the type of cool that is cool today, right? This is why I, I'm, I'm really yeah. appreciating you getting the verbiage because he's non-phased by most things. He doesn't seem to care that he's cool. That's the second thing. He doesn't seem to be like, he doesn't use a lot of slang that makes you very, you know, to, to be like, mm -hmm. I'm the cool cat here. I'm hip. I use like hip slangs. He's cool because he does everything perfectly. And I think that's his, that's his jam, right? Like no matter yeah. what it is, he always does it perfectly. He's never in a bad spot. No matter, even if people try to do it, he mm -hmm. ends up even looking cooler. Like my favorite thing to, so we'll start with episode one is when they he was in the bathroom and they tried throwing a big bucket of water over the top and then he opens the door and he got his sakamoto pose and like he's got an umbrella in his hand he's like oh a summer rain in the bathroom how nice like <laughs> that kind of stuff and that's now, funny now for those listening at home this is something that i've had to learn um you just refer to it as the sakamoto pose yes. and for for anyone who can't see us it's you have to wear glasses. Yes. And your two fingers yes. have to be pressed to the bridge of the glasses on your nose yeah. as if very thoughtfully. And while you're thinking, your glasses go from being transparent yes. to shiny silver cool. Could you right. dive into this a little bit more? Yes, this is the Megane character, right? And I thought it's also really interesting that he's always like flipping off people because his use, he always has to use his middle finger to touch his glasses, but there's been yeah. many cases where he's just straight up flipping the bird of people while he's talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the Megane character. The Megane character is the glasses guy who, and usually it's the smart character, 
that is mm -hmm. when they hit the glasses, the glasses hit the light so much that you lose. They become windows to reflections of the world outside and they right. look like Cyclops from X-Men. They're just really shiny and bright. And like, if you go on any memes out there, that's, there's people who do that where they like look at their glasses and they push it up and their eyes like to shoot beams out of them. <laughs> like, it's really funny, like the ways that people have noticed it. And he is that character. He's the mix of the Megane character, Akudare, with like the perfect man, so to right. speak. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's start with episode one because I think one of the threads that we need to pull on Sakamoto is that he's not just cool, but everybody hates him for being cool. And, right. and so much so they always try to mess with him and it always ends up backfiring in their face and he ends up looking cooler afterwards. So yeah. it's like, it's like lather, rinse, mm -hmm. repeat. And then they're all just like, Oh man, I can't beat Sakamoto. He's just so cool. Like that kind of stuff. So let's, yeah. let's go through his, his, his interactions with his school. Well, can I say, there's something, and I, I don't want to go off on too deep of a tangent. There right. was an animation or a set piece that, that they did in the first episode that I didn't see in any follow-up episode that I really dug. And so, I don't remember all the characters' names, but there's right. three primary dudes at the school that want to mess with Sakamoto. Right, sort of right. a, we hate him because we can't be him. Right. And I think kind of the leader of this trio's name is Achan. And Achan both hates Sakamoto, but right. also sort of has boy love for Sakamoto. Yeah, yeah. But but they have these scenes where him and his two buddies yeah. are, and again, it's animation. They're in the schoolyard, like, tossing a ball yeah. to one like, another. Volleyball. And They're playing a volleyball, like, Right, volley. and yeah. the camera, the camera, because it's animation, the yeah. camera is sort of like this 80-foot really view above them. Yeah. And, and every once in a while, they, like, lose the ball, and it just sort of filters off, like, the, the side yeah. of the screen. I love that. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, because it's like, because it ended with him being like, he stole from me, really important, your maiden heart, and stuff like that. He's like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so let's talk about those groups, because I think those three are a good foil, because it's kind of like a Wile E. Coyote Roadrunner situation with them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Even when they like him, they still want to mess with him. <laughs> and they just keep going for it. Like, even though one has like a boy love interactions with him, yeah, which we'll go over in one of my favorite moments right. later, but um, is the beginning show. Let's let's talk about how they try to mess with him. Like they like how do they try to mess with him? How does everybody try to mess with him in the beginning? And let's just go through each interaction. Uh, can you kick us off because I'm think I'm thinking of so many things in episodes two, three, four, five, six, and seven. I'm I'm forgetting. I downloaded right. so much info this week. I'm forgetting what that first episode was. Like I, I remember the umbrella. I remember yes. in the the. Uh, there was and also something in like racer. The they tried to put oh, a chalk oh, eraser right. on the door, which is such a classic like kitty, you know, BS thing. Yeah. And he caught it, and he did it like a Sakamoto pose while he caught it, and all the girls were like, "Yeah!" And they were so excited to see him catch it with such flair. God, he's cool, <laughs> right? And also, he goes to sit down in his seat in very classic schoolboy fashion. They yeah. pull the seat out from under him, but he freezes in midair yeah. and just sits with his legs crossed. Or they and dumped then, his desk out of the window, and then he decided to have a real, like, protagonist, like, looking out the window moment, where he's like, oh, it's just such a lovely spring day, and he opens the window, and he has, like, cherry blossoms are flying behind him. Like, <laughs> that made me, that made me guffaw, so to speak. That'll be our magic word of the day, is it made me chortle, so to speak. Yeah. And I was like, this show is, is wild. It's yeah. wild and, I, and it's universally funny to me. So um, so that was the first episode. And then they also tried to get him. They're like, okay, this is it. We, we tried the eraser thing. That didn't work. We tried the 
the old pail in the bathroom trick and that didn't work. We tried to take away his desk and it didn't work. So now we're going to actually just straight up kidnap. Uh, yes. And so they bring him to the science room. Right. And, and they say, we're going we're gonna to beat you up in here. Yeah. And this is how it's going to end. And somehow a fire starts. He had cigarettes and he room. left them like on the ground. That's right. It? One of the trio, the bad guys, the bad guys, the yeah, yes. antagonists were, were smoking cigarettes. And so like a chemical fire starts in the room. And so they're like freaking out, man. They got to get out. But like the door's locked and like the cell phone's not working or they don't have yeah. the cell phone. And Sakamoto's like, would you like me to take care of this? And he starts <laughs> dancing around the fire in a very like, old, only the strong bambana way. Bambana way. It's like speed skating, but on land, just like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, by the way, also shirtless, completely shirtless in this situation. So yep. once again, a little fan service for the ladies. Right. right. And, and, so, and so the trio, they say to themselves, they say themselves, oh my goodness. He's trying to create a wind vacuum around the fire. We should go help him. So now everyone's, everyone's dancing doing the, the, the banana way, banana way. Yeah. <laughs> and then you take it from here. Then the, I think they're like. Uh, so they're, really, they thought he was doing like some sort of like, like physics experiment with the fire. But really, like the faculty room was below, and so they thought if they stomped a lot, yeah, then he would get someone's attention because they were locked in. Right. Um, but then they ended up being like. They felt completely defeated because it was, man, that was the best workout we've ever had and seen. <laughs> and that was really, and like, and then it ends with like the volleyball moment and like one of the characters yeah. got, um, started to get a little boy lovey attracted to Sakamoto, which would you blame him? He's so cool. He's so, cool. <laughs> so, so let's cool. get into the second episode where we learn about, um, um, the two, two characters that we learn about is, uh, Sera, Yuya Sera, who is mm -hmm. a, um, who is the kind of want, wannabe model amateur wants all the attention okay. from the girls has like beautiful golden locks. And then another character who is kind of the pushover gopher of the group mm -hmm. and, and Sakamoto and each of those times he teaches them a little bit of lessons and it all right. took was a little bit of a B. So let's start with, let's start with Yuya Sera. What happened with that? Uh, Yuya Sera has a very big ego. Apparently yes. he did like a little bit of modeling Yes. And he was trying to show off to like the female classmates, like, "Hey, look at me in this magazine." Yeah, it's yeah, like, so cool, girls. D G A M. Because <laughs> they're like, "Is Sakamoto around?" That's all we care about. <laughs> and they're all, and like the women are like obsessed with with Sakamoto. Oh so yeah. much so like they just they want to know. He's like he's like he's not even just like just attractive. He's like an enigma. Mm -hmm. a, he's a puzzle they want to solve. So yep. So yeah. So you Sarah wants to. And he was the one that pulled the chair that made him have to like sit in place. Right. right. So um. So but all of a sudden we get a, a an enemy and an intruder on the classroom. What happened uh, there, Garrett? An intruder on the oh the oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, in what, probably because Sakamoto opened the window in the previous episode to pose in the yeah. window way, a bee enters the classroom, uh -huh. and everyone flips the F out. I don't know if everyone in Japan is allergic to bees. <laughs> right. This is like a hornet. Therefore, all women evacuate the building. All men realize now their lives are forfeit. For the right. Save the women and children. Right. Get on the lifeboats while you can. That's how serious this is. And then the teacher yells, everyone, rip off your clothes. 
bees are attracted to dark objects. So everyone's like, woo, and tosses their clothes into the sky. And this guy, Sarah, is wearing bumblebee the underwear. underwear. Yeah. And also, it's that's like, where you learn that Yuya Serra has a quite a pronounced gut for a model as well. That's another thing that's pretty prevalent because they even have like an episode dedicated, half dedicated to him being overweight. Yes. Like later on. And I'm like, this guy's not that overweight. Yeah. Make me feel bad about myself. Yeah. He's the, he's the guy that like looks better with his clothes on kind of thing. <laughs> I guess. But so. <laughs> so the bee, seeing his only black uniform, he, right. put, he sucks he his eyes bathroom. onto our boy Sakamoto. But he's got chopsticks. If I'm not no, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a, what are those? A protractor. Things? No, what's the thing that used to make circles? What's that a called? Protractor. Oh, okay. It's a protractor. Yeah, yeah, protractor. Yeah, and he catches the bee with a protractor, <laughs> and, and Sarah, or one of them goes, oh my God, he stabbed the bee in the air. But Sakamoto is not cruel to animals. No. So he did not stab that bee in the air. He caught it between the prongs. Yes. The, like a chopstick, the, like. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, uh, like, like uh, Daniel San. Yeah, Daniel San. Yeah, like, like, like Karate Kid. Yeah. And he lets him out with no problem, and and all the girls ended up going, <laughs> and all the men were like, you know what, Sakamoto, you're all right. But, but, but here's the thing: Sarah was his enemy. He, or not his enemy. Sarah saw himself as Sakamoto's enemy. Yeah. But Sakamoto doesn't have any enemies. Right. So yeah. Instead of being like. Look at you, overweight in bumblebee underwear, man. Yeah. He makes him feel better about himself. Yes. He says, you know what? You're good at making me laugh. You know, making people laugh. So, and the guy goes, you know what? I'm going to take up comedy. Forget modeling. I'm now a comedian. And so he, <laughs> the rest of the series is Sarah making terrible Japanese pun jokes, which would clearly fly over your head. And we'll explain no, that yeah. a little bit later because there's oh, a yeah. lot of... There's a lot of things that are Japanese about this show that like, yeah. I really have to explain to you. But first, so then we go, we'll go on and we learn about another character whose name is Kubota, yes. uh, who is the chubby freckled guy. He's uh, Yoshinobu Kubota. He, mm -hmm. uh, he's a gopher and, and he's like kind of the classic, you know, when punks make, you know, make fun of him, pick on him, yeah. they constantly want to take his stuff from him. Mm -hmm. so tell his story. What, what happened with him? Well, so <laughs> Sakamoto comes across Kubota after he's being bullied by yes. these, these two other characters who, who sh they're like his worst nightmare and they shake him down for money all the time. And he's clearly just been like shoved around, dusted up, and he's like saying how he lied to his mom, that he mm -hmm. was sick and he needed money so that she would give him money that he could then give to his bullies. Yeah. And then Sakamoto, Sakamoto negs the hell out of him. <laughs> And he's like, you are so... He pulls a Kama. He, he pulls a Kama. He's like, he's like, he's like, no, you're with this. You're nothing. And then he's like, oh, you want my name? And then go for it. <laughs> so, so it, instead of beating up these guys, which might yeah. be in another anime, yeah. or instead of leaving this guy alone or like drawing it out, he goes, I know how I'm going to solve this. Mm -hmm. Cut to Whack Donalds. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, okay, we're going to have to take... A very long pause for for Whack Donald at some point, but continue on the story. <laughs> so you see, so so you cut to Whack Donald's where you can buy a big whack, <laughs> a big whack Oseto. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Sakamoto <laughs> gets himself and Kubota hired at yeah. Whack Donald. At Whack Donald, manager immediately sees. 
um, Sakamoto and is like, you're working the register. <laughs> you're and, the hottie. You're the, you're the piece of man meat we're putting up and front. All, right. And all of a sudden, it's like midday on a Monday. And it's the longest line outside the McDonald's you've ever seen. <laughs> Those big wackos aren't going to sell themselves, Garrett. Sometimes <laughs> you have to. <laughs> and so Kubota is like really upset. He's like, I don't need this job. Yeah. I don't. This is BS. I'm back here. I'm like burning myself on things. I, they call him operations manager, which basically yeah. meant he was like fry boy. Yeah. But, <laughs> but in like the middle of the rush, you see him like burn himself on like the first set of fries. Yeah. And then he's getting better and you see he's like getting more comfortable. And it's like five seconds later, but it flash forwards. And, and he, he, in the beginning, he's like, I'm going to quit. The, right. I'm, first day. First I'm day, I'm done. Here. This, I'm, I'm but, outsies. But it must have been a week or two later. And he's excited. He's like, it's my first payday. Right. He's like, he's like, I've earned this. You know, this is, this is my money. I, I put in the hard work and, and I reap the reward. Also quick side note at McDonald's, you don't get your order unless your final thing on the menu is a smile from Sakamoto. This made me pee my pants because I don't even know if that's like a, a thing that happens or like was supposed to happen. But like the, one of the bullies was was ordering his his, his big wakusoto, and then like they're like, "Go on, buddy, you can do it." And he's like, "A smile to purpose, <laughs> like that kind of stuff." And he was blushing, and he was just so excited to get us. I'll take a for take out today, like that kind of stuff. I peed myself when I heard that. That was so funny. So so Kubota has reached this like new level of like self worth and. And he's working the fry machine or whatever. Yeah. And the manager says, hey, when you're done with this, you can bust on out of here. Right. But unfortunately, the two bullies who originally were shaking him down for money, they show up, not intentionally to find right. him, but just because they want a big whack. Right. And so they show up. With big whack sauce. <laughs> no, it's, it's gum. It's gum, pa- gum paste? Gum. No, no, um, I'll explain that too. Go for it. Okay. So anyway, so... They show up and they see Kubota and they're like, hey, boy, don't you remember us? Hey, hey. And he's trying yeah, to yeah, ignore yeah. him. And eventually they're like, you better meet us at the river park afterwards right. or there's going to be trouble. And then Sakamoto makes them order and they too have to order with a smile. They get like <laughs> teriyaki burgers or something. But anyway, so, fast, uh, so Sakamoto's supposed to stay on at work. But yeah. fast forward to they're in the park and they're like, eating their food that they've just gotten and they're complaining like, oh, there's no sauce. No straw. There's no, there's no straw uh, for yeah. my drink. This sucks. And Kubota walks on by yeah. and they're like, hey, and he comes up to him and they demand money and he goes to give him the envelope. And as they put their hands on the envelope, because, you know, clearly a giant corporation has paid this kid in cash. Right, right. And exactly. he pulls it back and says, no, this is my money. Right. So they beat the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And as they're beating the crap out of him, Sakamoto shows up on a bike. So Kubota is getting the crap beat out of him, and you hear ding, 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 ding. And he makes himself up. known a very specific way. He makes himself right. known to the enemies. And, yeah. and he shows up, and he's like, I, uh, uh, I, I forgot something in your bag please allow me to deliver it to you. And I specifically wrote this one down. 
It was, um, he does these things called special... Special techniques, yep. He, everything techniques. he does, and when so he's he, extra cool, he does like a special technique. He's like, special technique, you know, snow in summer, and it's really him like dusting the ceilings. And right, the, the, so the, this, these two particular ones, or the first one in particular was special technique, straw cigarette, wind <laughs> with no destination. And he like darts across the screen and he gets up next to the dude's head with the straw and goes <laughs> and, and he, cold air into his ear and he's like oh oh no i'm being vanquished and that was the guy who complained about no straw and yeah. then he goes duck dodge dodge and he's in front of the other guy and he like karate chops the gum sauce in a perfect v it's a perfectly in the eye because he only does things perfectly and so, we're going to take a pause here because I think Wack Donald deserves praise in this. First and foremost, to show how ubiquitous McDonald's is in, in, uh, in Japan. Mm -hmm. So, this is where I need to do a Kyle Explains Japanese Things aside. Um, so, McDonald's, yes, is very common in, 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 in Japan. It's called McDonald's. So, but every anime that brings up McDonald's, always does the same thing in which it turns up the, the W upside down and turns, calls it Wickdonald's. Now you may think that's stupid sounding, but like we, if you take the word McDonald's and you make it into a Japanese, how they say it, it's Mako Donarudo. And if you say Wako Donarudo, it's not that big of a difference, but for us right. like Wickdonald's and Wackdonald's like stupid and stuff like that. But it's very, it's so ubiquitous because sometimes they want to bring out a character who wants to do what's called an autobital which is a German word, which, I, which means part-time job. Mm -hmm. And this is something you'll see in a lot of anime is the idea of autobite, that like the people- and They who are always put of, them at a fast food counter. Yeah, yeah, if they're not doing, so there's two types of life in Japan. You're either doing cram school, so you're either studying on top of studying, mm -hmm. or you're taking a part-time job. Usually it's a maid cafe, usually it's um, McDonald's, usually it's at a convenience store. And that's, mm -hmm. those are the two dichotomies. And it was just really interesting to see you appreciate them ordering. And also you order sets. You don't order meal deals. You don't say like, I'll yeah. have a supervised set. I'm going to have a Big Mac set. And it usually comes with like its thing. So I just wanted to step in there because I was just like, yeah. you're going to see a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> you're in a lot yeah. of anime. You're like, hey, McDonald's is there. Uh, and so just to make sure you know what's going on there. Another thing is you talked about gum syrup. Now, gum syrup is simple syrup. It's what you okay. can call it. Um, Sweet, so, so yeah, so, but also I love that when he got the guy's attention, he shot him with like a, I don't know what, I want to say it's like a coffee stir. It's like a thing with like a little point. Oh, in it, like, oh, like, like when, in you're, the back of the neck. when you're leaving Starbucks and you don't want your coffee to spill. Yes. So you it's put the little plug in your coffee cup hole. Yeah. He hit him with like a dart, like a blow dart with that. goes like, and like it hits him right in the neck. And he's like, what the hell? And that's so, it. so. Now he vanquishes these two guys, mm -hmm. and, and they're out of the picture. And it, it sort of was this moment. So this was a movie that failed miserably in the box office, but it's one of my favorite movies. It's become a huge cult hit, which is yeah. um, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah. And yeah. in, like, the final scene, he pulls a sword out of his chest and says, yeah. Scott has learned the power of self-respect. <laughs> and so that's what Kubota has learned. Yes. Is he's learned the power of self-respect mm -hmm. by having a job and earning money. Mm -hmm. And you're like, that's Sakamoto. He sure is swell. So he, cool. He, he brings, he, like, a, like a, um, a tide, all boats rise around right. Sakamoto. You Which know? Is, so that's a big theme that I wanted to touch on with the show with you, is that Sakamoto 
may seem things that like say things a little gruffly or is very to the mm-hmm. point, but he's never rude to people. Yeah. Nor is he, and nor is someone asking him something. He's always willing to help in his own Sakamoto way. Yeah. It's just the show is constantly people projecting their worst qualities onto him, mm-hmm. assuming he's doing these kind of things. Yeah. And he ends up showing that he's actually kind of a cool dude, and then he and then he's kind of a nice guy, and then he really wants to make friends. He just he just doesn't know how to not be perfect for it. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's what you constantly get when you have this kind of show. And that, that's what makes it funny. You get some really funny moments where, uh, you know, it just blowing through a straw turns into like this gust of wind and like, you know, hitting with the gums here, it becomes like a lightning shot across the bow. It's oh, like God. Sakamoto's just that damn cool. So that damn cool. But his Sakamoto-ness is not exclusive to the men. No, no. He Sakamoto's the hell out of the girls of the... Of the, of the uh, oh, my God. Is that the next episode? That is I the next episode. We learned about Aina-chan. Who yeah. is the well, who, 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 the pigtails gorilla girl? Who is has? I, I is a hottie with a body. She's a hottie I mean, with a body, man. She knows, she she knows like you know what she wants. She knows how to get it, mm-hmm. and uh, but she just can't seem to get through to Sakamoto. So right. yeah. <laughs> so so, Aina has set her sights upon Sakamoto. Mm-hmm. Um, and she seems like your everyday is getting yeah. girl. Yeah. But there's more behind those eyes. Oh, right. And so she decides that she is going to, from her playbook or her Bible. Yeah, she's she like a magazine it, that's like to, techniques to conquer men, that kind of stuff. Techniques to seduce men. Right, right. <laughs> and and so, so she goes up to Sakamoto and wants to use the first four techniques. Now, sort of in the background, there are two other girls in the class, uh, Yagi and I forget the uh, yeah, yeah. other girls. Name. And they're watching her and they're kind of like, oh. Aina's at it again. Yep. Didn't she date this person? Just being very catty. And she loves. She does love stealing boyfriends. That's her yeah. thing. She loves. She doesn't want men. She wants to conquer men. That's right. Her thing. And and so they're like being very catty about right, her. Right. Not really nice. And so, uh, first one is uh, step one: get yourself close to Sakamoto. And he's at his desk writing, and he's right-handed. Yeah. So she says, never sit on the hand that someone's writing because it acts as a wall. So and she visually goes, appears, a wall appears to show the metaphorical wall that right. blocks their love, so to speak. Yes. But, but then she goes to sit on the other side, and dude is writing with both hands. And she's like, <laughs> I'm what? a scroll, he's mind you. Dexterous? Yeah, I'm like an ancient Japanese scroll. It's just like, and you see the wall getting bigger. She's like, oh no, the wall's getting bigger. <laughs> so, so she's like, fine, fine. I'll sit across from her. And now these girls are watching and they're like, ah, oh, she failed the first technique of getting a man. So I think the second technique was stare at say his name. Right. Well, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely. Well, that's yeah, that's in the order. Yeah, is because he because the first one he, he tries she tries to stare at him. She's mm-hmm. like maintain long drawn eye contact with him. And then you oh. see that like he like X rays through her head to see what's behind the board. Oh, that's right. And he writes down Portsmouth. Yeah, the Battle of Portsmouth. Like, she's like, what the hell is that? And she turns around, and the teacher had written <laughs> Portsmouth on the board. He's just looking right through her. Yeah. So she's like, fine. To create intimacy with someone, you have to say their name, mm-hmm. and so. This is sort of like the beginning of an ongoing gag where yeah. no one knows his proper name. Yeah. So she starts thinking back to all the times she would see his name or where yeah. it would be written, and she can't remember his proper name because to all those listening, you're often referred to by your surname yeah. in, in Japan, so that's why Sakamoto is his surname. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal right. when someone calls you by your first name. Yeah. Like, it means you're actually like a friend. 
Yeah, it's very someone, If I just say like, if I say, just call me Kyle, it means I trust you and I want to have mm-hmm. a relationship with you. That's yeah. close enough in this regard. So yeah. it's a big deal. So, so she realizes that she can't remember it. So she said, that's no big deal. I'll just ask him what yeah. his name is. And he goes, oh, my proper name? Well, my proper name is, and the girls behind her scratch their nails on the chalkboard <laughs> so that she can't hear the actual name. And he's still going. He's like, he like moves his mouth a bunch. Right. <laughs> and, and he's not going to repeat it. So no. she's not having it. Uh, does she skip to step four where she walks away there? Uh, yeah, she tries the whole, well, I don't need you or anything. Right. Like that. So she says, you know what? Maybe another boy would like to help me. Right. And so she stands up to walk away and he says something and she thinks she's got him. But again, he could not care less. Could not care less. Yes. So So she decides to make a real drastic action. She decides to bring out the Japanese version of an Ouija board. Yeah. (laughs) Kuboki? It's Kukuri-san Kukuri-san is the name of it. Kukuri-san Kukuri-san. And well, so, I'll give a I'll give a, a Japan explainer uh, in a bit. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's talk about Kukuri-san, Kukuri-san. What so happens she, there? She finds she finds him in a classroom, <laughs> Takamoto in a classroom, and she says, "Let's play Kukuri-san, Kukuri-san." And he's like, "Okay, you say it's supposed to be fun, isn't that like necromancy?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's great." <laughs> so these two girls walk by the classroom and they're like, "Oh, are you going to play Kukuri-san?" Yeah. Why don't we play with you? Because they are just be blocking her. They're trying to peen her cereal, man. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, they are not letting Aina get anywhere near Sakamoto. Yeah. <laughs> so they start playing the game, and it's just like a Ouija board. Right. And that now the girls start asking questions mm-hmm. that are going to make Aina look bad. Mm-hmm. And and very coolly off to the side, uh, Sakamoto is just watching the game. So they. They ask like two questions because each person gets a question and, and somehow um, Aina manages to push the coin that they're using as yep. a marker to like the preferential answer. She has superhuman strength apparently as, as this thing would say. So then she asks a question and they're all fighting with great energy to move it around the board and the marker, uh, the coin goes right, right up into the air. And Sakamoto, I don't know if he catches it or what he is. It just falls on the ground, yeah, yeah. But he pretends to be possessed by a dog. <laughs> and, and, they, and the girls are like, oh my God, Sakamoto's possessed by a dog. And, and Sakamoto starts like licking. Yeah, he's like, he's hand. like, whoa. <laughs> Does that like, he coolly barks. He's woof. like, he's like, woof, woof. <laughs> Sakamoto, woof. And, and they're like, Sakamoto, are you okay? And he's like, I am a dog that has possessed Sakamoto's body. And if you don't build what I want you to build, I'm, I'm going to take him to the take his body to the mountains. <laughs> and they're like, like yeah. no, talk about oh, don't leave for the mountains. So, so for whatever reason, dog possessed Sakamoto. And for those of you listening at home, this episode, we're going in far more detail into the episode than any other show we've ever watched. And it's out of the pure absurdity that. Yes, it's completely and utterly absurd. Right. So this dog possessed Sakamoto asked the girls to build a six-foot archway for him to, like, walk through. <laughs> and so the two mean girls, I'm the, I don't want to call them mean girls, the two girls right. that don't like uh, Aina are like, we have to build this arch, and Aina's like, I've never, I've never lifted She's trying to play like a weakling, yeah, because she doesn't yeah, want people to yeah, know she's so got the, the freakish strength like, The girls are like, screw you. 
Sakamoto yeah. is not going to be brought to the mountains by this best right. dog spirit. So they start building it, and as they're building it, they think they're on a good path, but all of a sudden, one of the desks, so they're basically stacking school desks on top of one another, right, and then right, they're going right. to bridge the gap at the top of the school desk. Yeah. And as they're stacking it, somehow one of them falls, and as it's about to fall on Yagi, Aina finds the inner strength, and she steps in, and she puts her hand up, and she stops yeah. it. And she says, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing, I'm this, doing for this for Sakamoto. Oh, yeah. And Yagi's like, I understand. <laughs> and so they finish and they build the project together. On all fours, <laughs> Sakamoto leaps from his desk on top of this archway. And he gets <laughs> up there and he goes, what am I doing up here? What has happened? <laughs> and so the possession is gone. Yeah. But... Yagi turns to Aina and she says, you seem nice. You seem yeah. like someone I could be friends with. Let's walk home and grabs her wrist <laughs> and they like bolt out the door. Yeah. And Sakamoto clearly has had uh, the seducing men Bible. Yeah. He goes, my experiment has come to a completion. Yeah. By working together under tense situation, the three women have come together in friendship. Yet again, like the so tide cool. with Sakamoto. It's so cool. Rise. He's so cool. <laughs> God, Sakamoto's so cool. Let's let's talk into so so we don't have to go too much into it because I want people to really experience this for themselves. And there is one episode I definitely want to talk about is if I was to explain uh, an analog for Sakamoto, he is the Mary Poppins of anime. Yeah. And you tell me what you think about that idea, right? A mysterious character comes out of nowhere, uh, and just through the back fact of being perfect makes you better. The whole right, and also Mary Poppins. Is, yeah. Mary Poppins is a little brusque with how she describes things and how right. she sort of lays the truth on you, even when you don't want to hear it. Like, right. hey, get, your, get your crap together. Right, you know? and and I think for Sakamoto, it's um, another thing is is that he will take you to your word for very almost perfectly, and then morph it to something that makes you feel better. So. He said, you know, so he didn't, for Kubota, for example, he didn't make him feel like he was a victim ever in that situation mm -hmm. like he, because he was going. He empowered him. Right. But also he was saying like, so you're telling me that the problem is that you're getting bullied because you ran out of money. That's the problem is you ran out of money. That's, so that's what mm -hmm. you're telling me. You're telling me that like the problem is that you're getting bullied and you're being forced to or that you're not having the self. You're telling me that it's about money. All right. We'll just give you money. So, you know, hey, no way I know how to get money is that you get a job. So let's go yeah. do it. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. He's, he takes you very much literally at your context. Right. Or he notices Aina's trying to, you know, trying to win him over through duplicitous and or, um, you know, through some sort of means that is supposed to be kind of mm -hmm. conniving and stuff like that. So he's yeah. like, all right, but I also want to see if this works for friendship. You know, well, I'll take it at your face value. Let's see if this thing actually works. And mm -hmm. he moves forward there. He also extends it forward to like the, uh, the, um, you know, delinquent group that has a leader that constantly asks him for more and more things. And he goes, oh, you want me to give you all this stuff? Sure, I'll give you all this stuff. And he does it so perfectly. And then all of a sudden he makes the whole, like, I'm just really sick of giving this guy tasks to do. That I'm like, just yeah. just do what you think pleases me. And then that's when Sakamoto goes full speed. He's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to Sakamoto the situation. Also, a little of a side, the idea that like he calls him by like whistling and Sakamoto has a like trash can and broom and he goes, and he like runs full speed, throws a projector at a rock. The rock hits this broom, and he like springboards to the boss, <laughs> and has a plate of like 
Seven Eleven sandwiches, and, then, and it's like in a perfect display. Like it's just very quintessentially how funny this show is. But it's like, oh yeah, you want me to serve you? Oh, I'll serve you. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, but I, I didn't want your feet to get cold, so I I grilled your shoes. Or like, oh oh man, it looks like you're running. And when he was trying to run away from hide from me, he's like, oh, are you tired and you want to stay here? I'm gonna make mm-hmm. you the best luxury hotel bed in this gym using the mats and stuff like that. And it, and it kind of showed him like. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. You want to be, you want to tell me that this is for, because you're telling me this is for the next generation, right? You're my senpai. You're there to tell me how to be an adult and you're above me. And I, I, as a Japanese person, value that experience. And so he's like, all right, I'll take your value for it. And he just constantly makes them realize that like that stuff's bullheaded. So, um, but yeah, so that's, yeah. So I would just say that's, he's very much the Mary Poppins character. I think that is an astute and well-placed, uh, he's also a little magical, you know. If you think about it, he's a little magical, right? Like, there's no reason well, why. How he about the jump. scene? I don't, I don't even remember what episode it was. He was walking in the rain with an umbrella, yes. Yes. and there was a, a sparrow fighting the the wind. Yeah. And when he saw the sparrow was weak, he like grabbed it and like leapt into the air and yeah. created like an eye of the hurricane, where both he and the sparrow were floating back down to earth on his like umbrella. So, and yeah. only when he finally caught the bird heavens opened and the sun shined and he just like was like yada yada i'm gonna float down and stuff like that so (laughs) right so he kept saying yada yada and we've already like recorded like a joke based upon it for the intro of the episode but what is what is what is yada yada you will find that there's always going to be a male archetype that is going to be like sakamoto but it's like always kind of connivingly jovial mm-hmm. so he's always it, like yada yada means like my goodness it's very if you, if you want me to tell you it's it's essentially the oh my that's said by george takei like if you want to hear like, oh. oh so it's silk but it's always silky and the character's always like the kind of smiling right. like, nodding like he's always the like yada, cool yada. calm flirtatious guy so it's it, it kind of gives uh it kind of gives sakamoto the um, almost kind of flirty, like, oh my, what's happening here? Oh my goodness, is this mm-hmm. happening? Like everything, he's like a cat that's rubbing himself against things. Just like, oh, <laughs> my. oh my, oh my, like, yada Yeah, and I th- if you honestly, if you want me to believe, I because George Takei is Japanese, I bet his oh my comes from the yada yada. So mm-hmm. I, I think so. It's very, it's very much the same. So uh, right. yeah, so it gives him that air of like coolness, but also like kind of flirtatious, even though he doesn't want to be. Um, but yeah, I think. It's really funny that he is always like encouraging people. He's always trying to make things happen, even when it would be a detriment to him. And no more so is that the case than when he coolly buys porn. <laughs> I told you so, to skip episode six. So just so you know, Garrett, episode six is kids are trying to play these like dumb games of like don't step on the crack, break your mother's okay. back, and he like makes he does his own thing, and the kids are trying to beat him, and it becomes this thing. So I was like, just skip that. That's filler. So I had Garrett watch because I thought it was just bizarre. So, the tips and tricks of how to coolly buy porn. I so somewhere somewhere in like episode four, and I guess this is like a running theme. Somewhere around episode four or five, there one of the vignettes was called "Is Sakamoto a pervert?" Yes, and and <laughs> the the sum of it was no, he wasn't. He was trying to save an injured bird. Right. I I, I can't give you more detail than that. <laughs> so when we hit episode seven, the name of it is. No, really. No, really. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. Is he a pervert? And for good reason. Because, yet again, 
Sakamoto is in the video rental store. Right. And he is, he runs into Achan and the other bullies in there. Not, not the bullies, but the trio. We'll call them the trio. We'll call them the trio, yeah. Yeah. And he's trying to rent a movie about a sparrow. And for a school project. He doesn't do things for enjoyment. He exclusively does things for school. Right. So, so they find out about this and they get to the copy of it before he gets there and they pull the copy out. So they've got like the DVD in their hand. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if you want this DVD, you're going to have to do something for us. And he's like, what? And they're like, rent porn. <laughs> and, and there's like, and we all remember this growing up in the 90s right. and 2000s. There's like the curtain. The and curtain it has section. like the number 18. You're just waiting for the wind to blow by so you can see what, what magical right. prepubescent wonders were behind that. Book. How many times you could like sort of like walk by it and be like, <laughs> oh, that, 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 oh, and try and get like a peek. <laughs> So, so one of the guys is like, I got, you know, I got this uh, rental card here and I got my brother's ID, my older brother's ID, and you're going to rent this porn for us. And he's like, "Mm, okay. And so I'll take you at your word. Everything is flat. But it's not just buying porn because they're going to direct him through it as if it's a spy movie. So, (laughs) so they're like talking to him. Like he puts like his uh, smartphone in his pocket. And they can, like, talk to him and he can hear it's them. It's very much like a mission. It's like, right. the next thing you want to do is you want to go through the Korean section. Like, that's <laughs> right, right. And so the first thing's first is they're like, you can't get into the uh, 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 over-18 room unless the wind blows the curtain open and that's your opportunity. Right. So he's pacing, like, the aisles in front mm-hmm. of it. And... And they're like, oh my goodness, he's being so thorough. He's trying not to be noticed. He's walking around in a circle. Wait, he is using centrifugal force to mm-hmm. create wind. And next thing you know, he blows open the curtain and he's gone. He vanishes Sakamoto. He's so in there. Cool. He's in there for like 15 minutes because they're like, oh my God, it's taking so long. And he comes out with like 12 porn movies. <laughs> and he comes out in a, he couldn't just do that. He had to come out and they said, ooh, it's like a, an, a, an, e, e, an Asian fan dance because he's like, oh, and he like fans them open. <laughs> At this point, my wife, is, my wife is watching this episode with me and she goes, this show is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's so cool. <laughs> so they're like, all right, step one, you got the porn, complete. Step two, you got to check it out. Oh, that sounds dangerous. And so, they also make it seem like Metal Gear Solid and that there's sentinels yeah. of the girls walking by because the girls are very, like, because Aina-san, Yagi-san, and the other girl are there to, like... So they're like, there are three girls from our class who are mm-hmm. hiding in this video store, and you have got to avoid them. Right. So they get them past the first girl. Not a problem. Not a problem. For they get them past the second girl. That was a breeze. But at this point, he's supposed to make a hard right into the Korean section. Mm -hmm. But there's a problem. Up till now in the seventh episode, he's become pretty close with Kubota, the guy whom he helped gain self-respect, trying to take him under his wing. Mm -hmm. But there's an issue there. And we're not going to talk about it in this podcast. But Kubota's mom has the biggest (laughs) lady boner for Sakamoto. She's thirsty for that D, man. She, she loves, she wants like, Sakamoto D so bad. She thinks he looks like this Korean guy named Chan Chorizo. And she is like... That's just such a stupid name for a Korean, man. 
It's a Chinese name and a Portuguese sausage. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like chan chorizo. And he's like boating in the river on a barrel. I don't know. It made no sense, but right. like, you're so, like, whatever. <laughs> so she's in the Korean section because I don't know if this is a, maybe you could tell me this, but apparently Korean, mm-hmm. accord, if I were to just watch this show, I would understand that, that Koreans have a million different hyper-romantic storyline movies. Yeah. So anyway, she's in the section. It's like she's in the Danielle Steele section of of the the movie store. And so he skips over it. But by skipping over it, he puts himself at risk of being caught by one of the girls. And one of them catches him and they're like, they're like, Sakamoto-kun! And like an alarm going off in the store. The other girls are like, Sakamoto? Sakamoto? And like the exclamation point comes out and he's like, <laughs> like patrolling the halls and, looking for him. He's like... And in what might be my favorite moment from the entire series up to episode seven is they say, Sakamoto, what did you rent? And he just looks at them and he takes a beat and he starts doing the robot and he like turns and he like and he robot sets them on the shelf and the porn into the Korean section and he's like how about that weather today and the trio (laughs) who are watching him go oh my god he distracted him with the robot dance method (laughs) it's so stupid but you're like whatevs and he finally gets the counter yeah talk us through the counter man he, so they're like, what are you going to do about it? You got to pretend, make sure you, and he goes, just wait and see. And he starts drawing on his arm. Right. The and, owner. And can I ask you something there? Yeah. Real quick? This is now the third anime you've watched where, um, so the trio says, what is he doing? Is he writing on his hand? And one of the guy goes, no, no, no. He's doing the person character on his hand, even Sakamoto must get nervous. So I've noticed in now this yeah. is the third anime. Megumi that did that too. Yeah. When you get nervous, you do a, a character in your hand. Is that like yes. a stress relief? And it's actually like really bumpkin-y. Um, a lot, it's done a lot in like the Northern Hokkaido, mm-hmm. you know, Akito thing. Is you draw the person logo, which is, um, it's the character kind of looks like, looks like, like a Y upside down, essentially, and a mm-hmm. lowercase Y upside down, or like the half-life symbol, you know? Okay. And you, what you do is not only do you draw, but you eat it. So you go, you just keep doing okay. it, and it's it's a way to like, you know, get rid of the Conquer bad your luck. Fear. It's, it was also a way to get rid of bad luck. Okay. So that's really what it's for. It's saying like, ooh, bad luck's coming. I gotta. It's mm-hmm. like cr- kind of like, like crossing your fingers. It's like okay. doing all that stuff to make okay. it happen. But it also like, it's a very like bumpkiny thing to do. So, right. um, but yeah, he does that, and but that's what they think he's doing. And so he goes to the front counter, and the guy's like, got this. I got this mofo. I know he's a high school student. So I'm going to ask him the question. He's like, will that be all, sir? And he goes, no. And he puts even more porn onto the table. And he's like, oh, the man is so confident himself. He's going to buy a lot of porn. And he's like, all right. Question two. How long will you have it for? And he's like, one day. And the guy's like, hey, what is this man planning on doing for this whole time? And he's like, he's like, all right. And he's like, and they make it seem like he's getting knocked out in like a real fight. And he's like, oh, sir, I don't know about you and the guy. And then all of a sudden, Sakamoto pulls out his wrist. And there's what he did with his wrist is he drew a watch 
And right. I guess with his pasty ass white skin, it flashed at the guy and it made it look like it was like an expensive watch. And he's like, he has to be an adult because only adults would, would buy an expensive watch. And you know luxury goods more than I do. Apparently it was like a, a, a very fancy. I didn't know the name that they dropped. Right. But... Apparently it's a big deal. So he was able to buy the porn after all that got his, his bird movie, and they're like, hey, you want to watch that porn with Sakamoto? And Sakamoto's like, no, nah, I'm good, and he just takes his thing and goes. And so the trio, and again, how Sakamoto makes everyone around him better. Yep. They say, Sakamoto didn't want to come to our weird porn viewing party? Real porn viewing party? How could he turn that down? <laughs> if he could turn that down, he must be quite the man. And then it cuts to them staring at the return Bin the bag is by the way like a tote bag loaded with porn. <laughs> it's like one of those giant blue IKEA tote yes, bags. It's like <laughs> this giant heaping tote of just smut. And they just they just put it back in. And yep. they, they again he in the return bin, mind you. They put it in the return bin. They're like after he spent all that money, they spent all that money on it. They put it in the return yep. bin. Absolutely. Because he makes you better. Um and Another really, uh, just a very quick, like another wholesome moment I thought was really good was that they were going to do the, 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 all the guys were trying to like make him look bad on like the, the sports day, but mm-hmm. they have everybody, you know, we have in that those in the United States, but they had like a sports day and eventually they got to the, the three-legged, the, 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 the race where you, um, relay. relay race. Thank you, Garrett. Jeez Louise. I'm like, I can explain Kukuri some, no problem, but relay race comes up and I start to start to yammer. And <laughs> so it's, it's, um, uh, it's Sakamoto, it's Yagi, who's the girl that's friends with now with Aina, and then it's our yeah. good friend, you know, Chucklebelly Yuyasera, who has it. And so Yuyasera wants again to sabotage his man by tying his shoes. And so right. Sakamoto gets the paw, and he's like, oh man, I'm tied up. What am I going to do? And he's in mid-fall, so finally Sakamoto's going to get him. But wait, but wait, as he's about to do this, one of the teachers has like a, a safari flashback he goes, I remember something like this in Africa. And I also love that there's a like a fan section for Sakamoto and like this old lady standing there with like a really it's just, like a piece of paper and all of a sudden it unrolls this large scroll that's like, I want you so badly, Sakamoto. <laughs> and so he goes, So instead of falling, his shoes are still tied, mind you. How's he gonna get out of the situation? He puts the baton into his mouth. He goes into a four-point cheetah stance, and he, now he's running as if he's a cheetah in the safari. Hence your quote before. He goes to hand it to Yagi. Yagi's like, all right, now we're finally caught up. It's on to me. Then I'm going to give it to Yuya. He's the anchor. But unfortunately, there's saliva on this baton, this very slippery baton, and she drops it. Having a terrible time, right? She tries She's to make devastated. it around. devastated. Crestfallen. Yeah. Heartbroken. Yuya Sera is now sitting there, and... He's like, well, I guess that's it for us. We're not really going to do it. Sakamoto got me again. And then Sakamoto, as he's untying his shoes, goes, just letting you know, Yuya, this is going to be her memory of her, for her of a very important moment for her, of her high school sports day. That's all I said. Didn't say anything else for that. And then Yuya Sera goes, can't have that happen to her. And so instead, because he knows he can't win the race, what does he yeah. do? He decides to get fully butt-ass naked <laughs> and run and like, has the baton in front of his penis. Like, <laughs> so now... He makes up for her, but her her mess up that would like yeah. really, that was really like bothering her to now being like I'm the asshole now. Look right. at me. She brings it up at the lunch table with Aina, and she's like, "Oh God, I'm so sorry. I ruined the relay." And Aina's like, "What are you talking about? 
Yo, Yo, Sarah looked like a moron. You <laughs> he were was cute. a disgrace to men, is what he said. Because you see him, he's like, ha ha ha. And he's like, he's got his belly out, and he's getting fully naked with a baton in front of his crotch. Like, and then, like, and then Yagi goes up into Yuya Sarah, and he's like, you know what? You're kind of cool. And he finally got a woman to admit that he was cool. And all it took was Sakamoto, my friend. She didn't say you're cool. She said, you're cooler than I thought you were. What? So, no matter Garrett, how low. You gotta that- give us pear shaped men some sort of. Hope that if we just run around naked, women are going to think we're cool. <laughs> we need a friend in high school. That's what he thought would work. <laughs> so, uh, so what, Look, what we got to show yeah. was so stupid, but so fun. And again, right. the guffaws, like, I didn't chuckle. Some of the absurdity just caused me to, like, spasmodically go, ha! And yeah. just, like, really let it out. So that's the question is, did you think the humor was so Japanese that you that a, a, an average viewer couldn't get it? Like, for example, I'll give you one that I know would have flown over your head. Yuya Sada saw them eating rice balls, balls, mm-hmm. which is called onigiri. It's these like yeah. tiny yeah. rice balls. Everybody should know that, right? Sure. But he was making a joke because oni means demon and giri sure. means slash or cut. So yeah. he was saying, is it a rice ball or is it a demon slash using the pun of onigiri? But it was like in English, you didn't get it because like, are those rice balls or are those slice balls? And I remember going like, Garrett's not going to get that joke. He's not. He's not going to yeah. get that joke. So besides those like obviously Japanese punny things, yeah, is this a funny show for you? Could, yes, could someone? But it's yeah. not for everyone. Right. You always ask me like barriers to entry. It, you know who would dig this? If you like like Monty Python, Faulty Towers, kind of absurdist at times slapstick, mm-hmm. irreverent humor. Right. This is so up your alley because I'm laughing at how redonkulous it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not laughing because someone told a funny joke. Right. That's not why I'm laughing. Um, no, absolutely. It's, it's off-center. It's, it's yeah. not for everyone, but it's not because it's Japanese. Right. It's because that's the style of humor it is. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And I think there is some universality to the idea of the show of what makes it funny. Like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to get the, the Japanese-isms to get it to happen. Um, right. You don't have to understand the cultural implications of it. Sometimes right. just the idea that like the guy gets splashed in the face with a water fountain and he's like, I'm going to get Sakamoto this time. It's, 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 it's Wile E. Coyote humor, right? right? He steps on the pedal and instead goes, uh, and he like, and he, gets yeah. really, and he gets like fully and all the girls like, yeah. Like the fact that, like, oh, he got me again. Like, mm-hmm. it, it takes you back to that time of being in the like the Looney Tunes era, and you know. Oh, speaking of which, if we can go, let's put a pin right there, Looney right. Tunes era. Earlier, you made a comment about how these guys who are always trying to get him in that first episode, pulling the chair out. You yeah. made a reference to Wiley Coyote. Yeah, there is an episode where they literally dig a hole in the ground yes. and, and they put cardboard on top of it and Sakamoto falls into it and they don't see him come out and they think he's dug a hole to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, the, and the boy loving boy is like, I'm going to go to Brazil with Sakamoto. Bonsai! And like falls in there and then like, and like it ends up going like, wasn't as deep as you thought because it was only like 10 feet deep. <laughs> and he was like, Bleh. it was like that kind of stuff. Like if you don't mind... If you want to give yourself a time to go back to your childhood in which a guy, you know, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season, you know, blowing yeah, your face, or, or kind of famous, comedy is your thing. Famous, uh, Bugs Bunny cross-dressing opera. Episode. Right. If that's your yeah. thing, 
if you don't mind, you know, relaxing a little bit, then it's going to be funny. And if you just kind of don't yeah. take it too seriously. So yeah. that leaves me into our Weeb and Noob score. And once again, for mm -hmm. those who are watching this for the first time, mm -hmm. a short summary is that our Weeb Noob score really reflects what a fan of any level would get out of this in terms of better understanding the, the genre, right? So right. it doesn't mean it's good or bad. The, the, the score just means for a fan versus someone who's new, what would this show mean to your overall viewing pleasure, basically? And mm -hmm. for that, I'm going to give this a solid seven. Now, it's right. even higher than Parasite, which is weird, you know, because Parasite's thick. It's got depth. Mm -hmm. But I also love and appreciate the manga and anime that don't make you think that much. And this yeah. was a no-thinker. Candy. You can legit... Like, remember, I remember last episode you said you can get to episode five, get to that aha moment, and walk away. Like, yeah. getting, like watching Game of Thrones, getting the Red Wedding, and be like, that blew my mind. I don't know how they're going to go with this, and I'll stop. Or I'll take mm -hmm. a break for a while. This, you can go a half episode and stop. That is, like, right. you can get, you can have one Skittle, be like, ooh, that's cherry, and then put the bag down. That is what this show is. Right. And that's why I think it's enjoyable. It's funny. You can get mm -hmm. it. There's a lot of universality. If you're an anime fan like me, and you love looking at little Japanese things mm -hmm. that are true to, like, your experience there, like, like McDonald's and and like Kukuri-san and like things like oh cool that's very Japanese I love that you're gonna really appreciate it so would I say go out and watch it now yeah there's plenty of other things you can watch but like if you want to take a break this is the perfect one to do it right and and for me you always ask would I keep watching it well I'm gonna I'm gonna give it for my Weeban Noob score I'm gonna give it a seven and a half okay. okay. And it sort of goes into, would I keep watching it? And the answer is yes, but not immediately. Right. I would use this, and I do not mean this to be derogatory. I would use this as a palate cleanser. Yeah, like the sorbet. If, if I watched a season of Breaking Bad, right. and I wanted to jump out the window, right. I would put a half episode of this on and be brought back to Earth in a delightful and funny way. Yeah. So... I know that there's not a lot of it. I know there's 12 episodes, and a lot of times, being a completionist, I'd be at seven already and be like, well, let yeah. me just finish 12. Yeah. I'd rather dole it out, and it doesn't even matter in which form it comes. Nope. I'm sure they put some sort of conclusion on it. It's very Saturday morning cartoon. Very much right. like... And, and you can just revisit it and, and laugh, and, and it's, it's, there's nothing groundbreaking about the animation. There's nothing nope. groundbreaking about the story. It's just good fun. Yeah. Okay, don't have to take it too seriously. And There's so that's no why I give it a seven and a half because you'd never kick a seven and a half out of bed. Right. Exactly. I, I think that's true. I think, and I don't think anybody would ever kick Sakamoto out of bed because it's just so no, cool. No, you would not, especially Kubota's mom. <laughs> so that in mind, you know, knowing that this is a, you know, quick, quick read, quick watch, enjoy yeah. yourself, enjoy yourselves at yeah. any point. Enjoy it at your leisure. If you want a good mm -hmm. guffaw, good chortle, good moment of mirth, mm -hmm. uh, definitely watch this show. But for that, you know, I still want to hear your thoughts. Did Sakamoto make you so enamored by his coolness, his, his cool attitude, his, his hot demeanor that it just made you want to keep watching? Did you kind of think this was kind of silly and stupid and just put it aside? Or do you have a f somewhere in between? We want you to put your, yourself in the comments below because we really want to keep this conversation going. Um, you know, sometimes we want to go along with these really heavy pieces like Full Metal Alchemist, but sometimes we just want to go into the 
the cheap candy that section that is Sakamoto. So for that, we want to hear what it means to you as a fan or regardless of your level. Uh, but before we end the uh, episode, Garrett, what, you know, any last minute thoughts you want to say before uh, we, we end off? Well, apparently Sakamoto and I have a few things in common. Uh, I noticed during one of the episodes that he gets 100 on a lot of tests in high school. And while I may not have gotten 100 in math or history like he did, we both got 100 in health for having knowledge of sex surpassing the average <laughs> So much so that you can bring out a rice dinner out there. So with that in mind, we are going to end our night in a similar fashion. We're gonna go off to dinner, feed our little sparrows out of our shirts, and uh, give ourselves a nice, uh, easy-going half episode further of Sakamoto. So that being said, I can't wait to talk to you again, Garrett, and have a great week, everybody. Peace out, everyone. Sakamoto desu ga.